coming up on this episode of the Spiro Podcast. You should block out time that you want to be proactive to get things done. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. With your hosts, Todd Kivimaki and Craig Magwell. Welcome to the Spiro Podcast, managing your real estate photography and videography business. Spiro is a software platform designed to really help you manage and grow your real estate media and marketing company. I'm Craig Magrum. I'm the host of the podcast. And uh, along with me, as always, our, our owner and founder of Spiro and uh, co-host of the Spiro Podcast, Todd Kivimaki. Hey, how's it going, Todd? Craig, good to see you today. I was late to the Managing Your Time podcast. So Craig said he wasn't going to say it, but I, I love to make fun of myself. So yes, I had to postpone. Something came up. I was late to right. my own podcast. So um, yeah, don't listen to anything I say today about time management. <laughs> that That is going to be our good, topic. Craig. Yeah, good, good. <laughs> you know, it's it's a beautiful day. It's like, oh, let's let's take a breath and yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll take our time through this. But yeah, that, that is our topic. We're going to be talking about how to arrange your calendar and how to get projects done and you know time management things like that but before we get into that uh, Todd do you want to just uh, thank new listeners and and uh, share the information how they can get topics uh, addressed on this podcast yeah of course hey thanks for listening today if you have a topic you would like us to ramble about <laughs> send us an email hello at spiro.media s-p-i-r-o dot m-e-d-i-a Hello at Spiro.media. We love to hear from our listeners. It's so good to hear from you guys, guys and gals. I'm not being, you know, from everyone there. Uh, we know you're running right now. At least we are. Yeah, uh, we've yeah. begun to run more. Uh, we had really nice weather. And we had really bad weather. And then we had really nice weather. We thought we're done. Like, hey, it's going to snow tomorrow. Like, wait a minute. It was just 80. So right. we know you're running now that this nicer weather has come in most of the country. So we know you're busy. I think today is going to be a good one to give you a little perspective on managing your time and mm -hmm. also working on what's important, defining what's important. But if you have a question, hey, ask it. If you have a question, you know what? Probably someone else, probably 20 other people have that question. Right. 100 other people have that question. That's one thing for you to think about as a business owner, too, is if some if one of your clients asks you a question, you better write that sucker down and answer it because more of your clients have that question. So exactly. we love questions. You should love questions. If you want us to talk about something specific, if you have something to share, we love owner spotlights. Wow. Uh, Craig was doing, we were doing some owner spotlights in the past. Let us know. We would love to hear your story, connect with you here so that you can connect with the real estate community. Absolutely. Uh, so send us an email. Hello at Spiro.media. Yeah, we, we love those owner spotlight uh, series because th there's so many business owners doing real estate media that um, have been doing it for, uh, uh, you know, a couple of years. Maybe they've been doing it 10, 15 years and you don't necessarily talk on a national stage a whole lot, but you have successes. You have things that you've learned that have helped you and your business be a success. And we want to give you an opportunity to invest in others and to share that knowledge, uh, just, just to invest in somebody else's life and, and business and help, you know, help them be a success. Um, I just, part, part of what I do for wild video tours is business development. And the thing that I tell the the realtors that we work with is, look, we want to help you be a success. I really enjoy Todd. The part I enjoy most about my job is actually working with new realtors where they don't necessarily have the um, the budget 
you know, right off the bat to do professional media, but we work with them to, to help them get started with that. And then to watch them right off the bat, use good marketing and good media. And as a result, then be able to, to build their business and get more and more uh, listings. It just brings me a lot of, a lot of joy to see them be successful and to know that, you know, we had a small part in helping, helping do that. So if if you have a story to share on how to build a, a successful real estate media business, we'd love to hear from you. I wasn't planning yeah. on saying that much, Todd. No, anyway. but it's all true. We love to hear. Yeah. yeah. Uh, truly just in, in, enjoy encouraging each other and, and building each other up. All right. So, uh, yeah, like Todd said, drop us an email. Hello at Spiro.media. So, Todd, let's, let's go ahead and dive into this. Since we're talking about time management, we don't want to waste too much time. Uh, we know that time is valuable. But have you ever found, Todd, as as an owner, as as the owner of Wild Video Tours and Spiro, that, that your calendar just has exploded? You know, um, you you have meetings. Um, you're talking with staff members about different shoots. Um, you're making presentations for WoW. You're talking about software development. I, I got to imagine your calendar is just. It, it could probably be overwhelming. Yeah. yeah. It can be, and I, I'm assuming that most of our listeners are feeling the same thing, especially during busy season. Yeah, you know, you you have um, you try to be proactive about things that you're working on, but we're always reactive. Yeah, you know, a problem comes in, an editor didn't edit, or you need to re-edit, or you need to reshoot. Memory card had an error. <laughs> all of the above, we have to react to those problems. And then when we're reacting to those problems, we're not spending time being proactive on things that we need to get done to grow our business. And it's this difficult juggle of trying to get enough done so that by the time you close up your notebook (laughs) or you go home for the day, you know, you can walk in, feeling that you were productive so that you're ready to enjoy what you just worked for. You know, you're walking, I walk into my family, my kids run to me. It's the best thing ever. And if I walk in and I didn't get anything done that day, or I feel, you know, I was very reactive. You walk in and it's like, oh, you know, and I know at one point I was almost angry. Like, why are the kids running to me? And it's just like, Mm. wait a minute, Todd, you big dummy. Like your kids still love you, like you enough right now that they run to you when you open the door. Like yeah. you got to change something, right? Uh, you got to change, you know, some of it's your outlook. I'll, I'll be the first to raise my hand that I can get in this very grumpy state. And when I go into like, I, I'm going to get something done. I get in this very focused state and like, I will plow through any, everyone that I have to, to get to where I want to go. But during that phase, I'm just no fun. And (laughs) you got to start asking yourself, I'm taking a little bit of a tangent here, Craig, this isn't about productivity, but it's behind the idea of why did you start your business? Yeah. Yeah. You know, the definition of a business is, um, you know, a, a profitable enterprise that works for you. You know, again, that works for you. That's what you have to remember. Yeah. This business should be working for you. Now, if you're, a, you know, a solopreneur out there or you have a small team, you wear many hats, but 
you need to think about how this business is going to work for you. Right. And then you need to be strategic enough to build some foundational elements so that you can begin to fill with employees or contractors and fill with people around you that can help you yeah. achieve that. Right. It, it's about, set, I think all in all, going down this this rabbit trail, as you said, but I think it's a good one, is setting healthy boundaries. I was just mm -hmm. thinking about a previous career I worked in. I, I worked in radio and was the general manager of a station. And we had a very small staff. We were a listener-supported station. So there was a mm -hmm. lot of financial pressure. And I was putting in 70 hours a week trying to get mm -hmm. done everything that I, as as the leader of, of that station, felt needed to be done. And even though I was getting a lot of things done, I, I wasn't, I didn't set up healthy boundaries and organize my schedule in such a way that when I came home, I could turn work off and be present mm -hmm. for my family. And as a result, I was with my family, but I wasn't with my family. My mind was still at work trying to solve all the problems that still needed solved and organize for the next day. It, it was unhealthy. And so what we want to do in this episode is give you some healthy ways to organize your day and organize projects so that when you go home, you can take a breath, get the rest that you need so that you're fresh and ready to give your best for your clients and, and your employees that, that next day too. So no, mm -hmm. great, great insight, Todd, on, on the why of, of what we're talking about today. Yeah. So let's start off, Craig. I'd like to start off with just the idea of Parkinson's law. If okay. we want to maybe jump to that and just, because this was new to me a few years ago and Parkinson, Parkinson's law basically says that a task and any task will expand to the time that you allow it to. Hmm. So there's a minimum amount of time that any task requires and it, and it is going to minimally take that amount of time. So it, Parkinson's law doesn't say that the amount of time can contract, but it can always expand. <laughs> so how many of you were in college had the 10 page paper to write. This was pre chat GPT. You know, <laughs> yeah. you're right. You're writing that sucker on your own and 10 page paper. The professor gave it to you a month ago or at the beginning of the semester. And it's the night before. And you're like, I think I'm going to write that paper. <laughs> you yeah. know, thank goodness for, uh, I can't remember what font we use, but which was the really big font that you're like, oh, I'm going to, I'll write six pages and I'll put it in this font and that sucker's double, double space. And that double space. Yeah. 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 I forget what it was, but there was some font. You can tell I don't write a whole lot, uh, <laughs> but there was some font. I don't know. Send me an email. Remind me what it was, but you put it in that font, like bam, six became 10, but you still have to get to six pages. Right. So I was that individual. Yes. 8 PM night before I'm like, I better start that 10 page paper. <laughs> and that's Park. That's a perfect example of Parkinson's law. Mm. I gave it two months. I knew I had two months. I waited until the last six hours to write that darn thing. You know, it took it took the whole time. Let me play devil's advocate real quick. Yes. What about what about that personality type that says, "Yeah, but Todd, I work best under pressure." And and they get it done. Yeah. What about that? And that's fair. I would just ask you, you know, that whole two months that I knew the paper was coming up, it was in the back of my mind. Mm. You know, I was like, yeah. oh, man, I, you know, are we, what are we doing tonight? You know, I hate to admit, I, I played Halo, you know, we played Halo. <laughs> and, and, and because I lived in the dorms, we were all networked together. This is before playing online, y'all. So right. I know some right. of you don't know pre-playing online, but we Land were parties. lucky because the, 
Yeah, the whole network yeah. was connected in a big yeah. land. So you could connect an Xbox and then your buddy three dorm rooms down and one dorm room, <laughs> you know, one building over could all play. And then you could run to their dorm room and, you know, you could talk trash afterwards, but that's neither here nor there. <laughs> so am I going to, am I going to waste the whole night playing yeah. a video game or doing something else? Or am I going to write that paper? Um, you know, procrastination versus um, mental awareness versus, um, you know, your right brain versus left brain. Again, our, our right brains are very methodical and they're very slow to process. Our left brain is very, you know, Two million thoughts a second. Um, it processes subconsciously. I would argue, and again, I'm I'm a real estate photographer, so take it for what it's worth. I'm, <laughs> I'm no doctor. I'm no psych psychologist. Uh, I do enjoy this type of information, mm -hmm. but I would argue that having that subconsciously even on my brain was impactful in a negative way. Mm -hmm over the course of time. And yes, I'll say the same thing. I work great under pressure. Like I just know I had to get it done. I wrote it in six hours, you know, and mm -hmm. um, it worked for me, but I would argue that that's probably not a healthy way to treat your business. Right. One, I mean, one, think about it. Think of the image that that gives to you, your clients of you. Are you always showing up? Okay. Let's just talk about shooting houses. So if you have a 10 o'clock appointment, are you getting there at 10 o'clock, 10.01, 10.02? What do your clients think about that? Every time you're there, 10.01, 10.02. And you might say, hey, my clients love me and they might. But I would argue with you that you pull up that new client and you pull up at 10.01. Eh, yep. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm from the breed that, you know, if you're on time, you're late. Yeah, so that's me. That's I, me. I think I would rather you get there at quarter till and you sit in your car and you wait until someone shows up so that when your new client pulls up, you're like, hey, I'm ready to go. Hey, nice to mm -hmm. meet you. And you give that impression of being early. Right. So, you know, there's pros and cons of both of it. But I would just always ask you, 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 you're out there. Your clients have opinions of you. They're going to form them on their own. And if you're always the person that's running late, you know, what does that say about you? You might get away right. with it, like I said, but I do think it does play into your image. Right. And, and going back to that, the the thing that you mentioned about the project is, has been out there for two months and subconsciously it's it's in the back of your head. I, I think there's probably some um, unconscious stress that you're under knowing mm -hmm. that you have to get this done, but you're just, you're carrying it that whole time, that whole time. So why yeah. not just address it and get that done, get that project done and feel good about it and then have that out of the back of your head so that you can think clearly for the next project that you've got to work on. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. And we've all been there. We've all been there where just efficiency, it's worked. The timings worked. We were able to be proactive and think of how good that feels. Mm -hmm. You know, think of a time where you had an assignment and this could even be a work assignment or a job and, and like you nailed it, you got it done. And you're like, wow, I delivered that thing early. Like that mm -hmm. feels good. And oh, yeah. I, I do think there is value in continuing to build on that. You know, subconsciously you go from thinking like, hey, I get everything done early. Mm -hmm. and, and the difference of that is like, yeah, I'm probably late most of the time. Like who has that friend who you're like, yeah, they're always 15 minutes late. You know, like you call it their time. Like it's, you know, Sally's mm -hmm. time or we're on Dave's time or we're on Joe's time. Like then that's late. Like that's just, I don't know that you want to define yourself like that. Right. So, 
okay, is, is we kind of dig into then maybe some spe- some specifics, some tools that we can use to help manage that time. Obviously, you know, we're going to be using a calendar of some sort, whether you're old school mm-hmm. and, and you keep that paper, hard copy, you know, calendar, which I still see, I still see used. There are some people, yeah. I think they might even be reverting back from technology and going to paper. I'm not sure. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, whether it's a hard copy or um, it, we've been joking uh, offline here about the, <laughs> the first technological calendar that I remember was my Palm Pilot. Man, that first Palm Pilot I got, I'm showing my age, Todd. I felt like hot stuff. I'm like, look at this technology I got. I'm, you know, I'm organized electronically. Uh, you know, looking back on it now, I'm wondering, OK, was I just a geek or a nerd, which is probably the case. But uh you know, that, that, that first electronic calendar to keep myself organized, you know, people are using Google, they're using Outlook or iCal, mm-hmm. whatever. But um, again, you, you juggle a large number of very diverse types of tasks and projects. Um, so beyond the obvious of, of having some sort of calendar, mm-hmm. what, are, what are some of the tools for ways to keep yourself organized and make the best use of your time? You know, you, you talked about time blocking and things like that. Let, let's start to dive down that road. Yeah, great question. So some things that we do and some things that I've tried over the years. Uh, So one, just the 30 seconds on why we should use a calendar, if you're not, is because your brain is not made to remember list of items. It it just simply is not. Hmm. Your brain is made to process through items. It's, it's It's not a list. It's not a Palm Pilot. (laughs) <laughs> for those of you that have no clue what a Palm Pilot is. There might be some people that, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was like this oversized calculator that, and if you don't know what a calculator is, I'm sorry, you're just too young. Just turn the darn podcast off and go Google <laughs> calendar, calculator. Um, they used to exist not on your phone, like mm-hmm. there was a calculator. And if you were cool, it had a, um, it had a little a bar in it that you never had to put batteries in it. Well, they made them bigger and then they put more memory in them and it, it basically was a digital calendar mm-hmm. and it was great because the fact that you never, you, you, you can lose your date book. Okay. So your date book, if you have it, and if you're listening to me right now, I'm waving a date book in front of the count the, the camera, like you can see it on a podcast, on an audio <laughs> podcast. I know, but the reason um, it was great because it took that list out of your brain. You know, you mm-hmm. had a calendar. I also had, I can't remember what it's called. Craig, it might've been called list or a notepad where you could jot down yeah. and you don't have to remember it. Um, so that's why you should use yeah, and, and contact. contact list. Yeah. It, it was kind of a yes. three in one tool. Yeah. And so that you, you should keep your task and to do's list to, to do list outside of your brain. Don't put it in your brain. It's just going to clog it up. Yeah. So that's why you should use something. So, um, I, some, some tips that I use or just some workflows that I use is I keep everything in my calendar. So I have a personal that syncs with my wife. Our family events go on there, and I have a business that syncs with um, some people in the office. Um, you know, if you're using an Outlook, if you're all in the same inbox, Outlook, I'm sure Gmail does this. Other people in your organization, you can allow them to see when you have availability. Mm-hmm. Um, that's an Outlook setting or that's a Gmail setting. Uh, so I keep everything in a calendar. We set reoccurring events. So we just started in the office with the leadership team. We started a daily stand-up meeting, scrum meeting, it depends on what you call it. But basically, it's at the very beginning of the day, the five of us get in a room and we just discuss what what we got accomplished yesterday, what we are working on today, and then what any type of blockers may be in our way. 
And this is because we've identified, again, this is a goal. This is kind of related to doing tasks. You do tasks to solve a goal. Mm -hmm. uh, so the goal is better communication in the office. So we wanted to be proactive. And I, I scheduled a meeting every day of the week at 845. It's 15 minutes. And we go into the middle workroom and we quickly have that conversation. And then all of the leaders can go out to their teams and they can say, oh, by the way, this is happening or that's happening. This might be a roadblock that we have going on right now. So schedule reoccurring events, um, schedule just single events. And then that way you don't have to remember about being in there. Um, if you're still shooting houses, your calendar should sync um, to and from the software you use. So if you're using Spiro, you sync your Google calendar and, and you put that in there. When you have, uh, when you need off, you schedule time on your Spiro calendar and a job will not be scheduled for you. Mm -hmm. So keep it all in there. Let, let software do what it does well and keep track of your events. Um, also, with calendar events, um, you should block out time that you want to be proactive to get things mm -hmm. done. So do you have a task at hand? Do you have that 10-page paper, for example, that you need to get done? Or maybe you need to do some social media posts. Or maybe you mm -hmm. need to do some proactive uh, communication or some proactive um, reaching out to agents. There's a term, I, I, my brain just, you know, you, you need to do some, um, some time in your, with your sales hat on. You should put that on your calendar. If you don't, it's not going to get done. Parkinson's law is going to go into effect and everything else in there. So think about a calendar, all of the white space that is free time, all of your other tasks are going to grow mm -hmm. to take out all of the white or free time. So if you don't time block it, then Parkinson's law is going to take over. You can't fight it. I can't fight it. I tried to fight Parkinson's law with my superpowers. I don't have any superpowers. I couldn't <laughs> fight it. It still happens every time I don't do it. Yeah. What, what about larger projects? You know, when you've got a, a, a large project, but still all these other small tasks, what, what tools do, mm -hmm. do we use at WOW to help manage projects to get, get things done? Yeah, great question. So I stole this from, oh goodness, I, I paid for a service for a while and it was, I can't remember what it's called. We're not endorsed by them, so I'm not going to give their name anyways. Not, that's a joke, y'all. I, I, we're not, <laughs> you know, we're just here because we love you all. Um, it was called, I'll, I'll give you the, you can email me or you can search for this. Um, if you're looking for it, but let me give you the gist of it. So I paid two or 300 bucks a month and I would talk to an individual once a week. And basically, um, she would set up my counter. So she'd say, Todd, what are big goals that you want to get done this quarter? And I'd say, okay, well, we're working on this, that, and the other thing. And she's like, okay, well, let's take the first thing. Okay. So we need to uh, get three new clients or five new clients. Okay. That's the end goal. Okay. So that's the last domino. Think about a, a line of dominoes mm -hmm. that's tipping over the last domino. So we have to stack up 500 dominoes to get to that and tip the last one over. What's the first domino? And, 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 or either you work at the beginning or typically what you need to do is you need to work your way back and say, okay, what needs to happen to get between that? Okay, well, I probably need to get 
into three brokerage presentations. Okay, great. So if you need to get into three brokerage presentations, what needs to happen for you to set those appointments? Okay, well, I probably need to reach out to 10 of my top clients that are at three different companies and see if they can make contact with it. Okay, so what do you need to do? Okay, I need to spend time to identify 10 of my clients. Okay, great. After you I've identified 10 of the clients you're gonna reach out to to see if they can put you in contact with their office manager to get into the meeting, what do you need to do? Okay, well, I need to set time to call those 10 people. Okay, great. When are you going to do that? And so she would ask me and she'd actually control my calendar, a calendar that she hmm. had shared. And, she, and I would say Monday from 9 to 10 a.m., I'm going to go through my client list and I'm going to send uh, and I'm going to call each one of them and ask if they can put me in contact with their manager. And she would say, okay, great. Now, do you need more time than that? And I would say, well, I need a follow-up 30 minutes because I know I'm going to call 10 of them and two of them are going to answer. She would say, okay, great. When are you going to set a follow-up block? I'm going to do it Tuesday afternoon because I want to call in the afternoon because I called in the morning on Monday. Mm -hmm. And she'd say, great. What time are you going to do that? And I would say, I'm going to do that between three and four because I know they're not in showings yet. Uh, and three to four, I typically think I can get my clients. She'd say, okay, great. Do you need a follow-up meeting from that? Or do you think you've identified all 10 clients and then you've contacted all 10 of them? I'd say, yeah, I feel good about that. And she would say, okay, great. If you don't get it done, let me know and we need to add another time block. And then she'd say, okay, what's the next step that you need to do? Okay, well, after I've identified that, I need to reach out to the managers that they referred me to. Okay, well, when are you going to do that, Todd? Well, I'm going to let it go two days because I know I'll need some time. I'm going to work on it on Friday. Okay, so do you get the idea of, of we, we use this expression around the office, is how do you eat a whale? Yeah, like a whale, the, the, mm. the, the largest animal God created, a whale. How do you eat that sucker? Okay, well, you eat it one bite at a time. If you think about eating a whale and you're going to do it in one bite, it's just not possible. You're going right. to kill yourself thinking about how to do it. So that's the same thing with any task that you're doing. You have to think about what the end goal is and then work your way backwards as to what needs to be accomplished. And then you just need to set time to do each one of those steps. Right. And keep yourself accountable to it. Exactly. And, and keep yourself accountable. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the individual that I work with, like she would, if I didn't check market done on my calendar as it was complete, like she would email me and say, hey, did, did that need to be pushed? Do you need more time? I noticed that it wasn't marked as complete. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, I, 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 I had to I had put a fire out during that time. I need mm -hmm. you to move it. OK, when are you going to do it? Yeah. So I I have adopted that habit. So I learned that from them. And I've adopted that same habit that my goals get put down and I use a Trello board. Uh, the leadership team and I, we use a document and then we go on the Trello board. Yep. And then from there, I identify what task I need to get done, what the timeline is of that task. And then I go to my calendar and I begin putting blocks on my calendar because if I don't save myself a block of time, Parkinson's law is going to steal that time and I'm yep. never going to get it done. There you go. So Trello calendar time blocking working in your business versus working on your business. Yeah, that's a great one, Craig. And something that we talked about offline was coming to the decision of, do you need to bring somebody on board, you know, on staff or a contractor 
to help you free up that time that you need to work on your business. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's, I will tell you that that decision for me, I made it um, seven, seven and a half years ago when Derek came on board, I was working as many possible. I was working day to night, literally. I was traveling between two or three big cities. Mm. I was shooting nine properties a day. Yes, nine properties a day. I was an hour and a half away from home. I was editing myself. That was before we outsourced editing. Yeah, that was so. And I was just, and I was, I was trying to book more appointments because we were going in this rapid growth. So I'd have a big name, a a big realtor name or a broker call me. I'd book the appointment and I was working. I was waking up at 3 a.m. with my head on my desk and while I was editing photos because I wanted Cindy to get her photos first thing in the morning. And I was eight months behind billing anybody because I just wanted to take care of my clients. I I wasn't worried about, I mean, I was worried about billing them. You know, I need the, I need to build them, yeah. but I was like, Hey, that affects me negatively, not them. Right. And that's, that's a myth that really, that does negatively affect your clients if you don't build them on time. Cause again, you look like you're not on time. Yeah. Now the system does all that. We've automated all that. Spiro takes care of all that. We don't have to think about it anymore, which is nice. Yeah. But that was just a time where I, and, and, and the, and the problem was Craig and it was, it was a me problem is I did not think that I could find anyone that could do what I was doing. You know, I had this crazy idea in my head that I was like building rockets or doing brain (laughs) surgery. I wasn't, you know, I was doing things that people, you know, that, that are very common things. Now, one problem I had is I didn't have any procedures for anything. We should, we'll dive in this to another thing, but if once you hire someone, it's very easy for them to be successful if they know what their job is, what's their Mm -hmm. job description. Okay. For each one of those tasks on their job description page, where is the training guide for that? Right. So if I want Derek to invoice all the clients, okay, well, where's the training guide for that? Yeah. What are we, you know, I, so I was naive to think that I was just going to hire someone that was going to come in and through osmosis was going to get out of my brain into their (laughs) brain what needed to be done. I had piecemealed 17 pieces of software together, you know, Mm -hmm. and I had some written things, some things that weren't written that were only in my brain. I had some things that were in software, but none of it was documented. So that's a whole nother conversation. But if you're feeling like you could never find someone that can do what you're doing, and you don't want to spend the time because it's like, I can do it faster than I can show them. That's we should a, talk. Yeah, yeah. We should definitely talk because you are carrying a burden and you're carrying a lie. That's probably not true because you can train them. You just need a, you just need an organization. You need a structure. You need to set them up for success. And then you'll go, Holy cow. I'm so happy that I brought team members on and the yeah. team members can go, Hey, this is great working here. Cause I love doing, I know what's expected. Yeah. I really, I, I love that. I was trained and look at these new skills I've gained. Yeah. So that's again, another tangent. Sorry for all the tangents today, you guys, but if you are thinking that right now and feeling that overwhelmed feeling, we should talk, we should lay down a, a roadmap of how you can get that off your shoulders and get it into someone else's and get it into a procedure document and get it into someone else's brain. Right. So the the topic is how to arrange your calendar to get stuff done, get projects done. But 
it, you know, there's, there's tools to do that. We talked about a couple of them, but it's those foundational principles of, of time blocking and, and mm-hmm. organizing and, and basic utilization of a calendar and prioritizing your business. That really is the start of mm-hmm. using tools. You can have all the tools and resources in the world, but if you don't understand the, the foundational principles of organizing your time to get stuff done, you're, you're just going to be spinning you know, spinning your wheels. So great insight, Todd. Um, Lots of resources out there. You know, some of the tools that that we use, um, you know, for say sales management, um, pipe drive, nutshell, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. right now we're using Basecamp uh, for some other things. Um, Calendly is always, you know, a good Mm -hmm. thing of setting appointments. So there's tons of tools out there. You can, you can research those, but organize your time, time your, you know, cut out time blocks to get things done and keep yourself accountable. Look at hiring the help like that Todd just said, so that they can do some of the tasks that you don't need to, so that you can work on your business. Yeah. Basic stuff, but it's a good reminder. I'm thinking of ways I can apply this just to my daily activities as well. So Todd, thank you for all that. Hey, my pleasure. If you, if this seems overwhelming to you, just take one thing. That's all you have to do. Mm-hmm. If you're not putting a time block in to grow your business, do one this week. Yeah. We're at, you know, you know, this is Monday when the, when the podcast hits. So this is a great time. So when you get back and if it's Monday evening, just put one time block for 30 minutes or an hour. Okay. And put down what it's going to be. And again, this should all tie to your goals. Craig, we really should have done a podcast on goals, setting goals mm-hmm. first, because we, we kind of went the wrong way, but put it regardless, put a time block down and then email me. Tell me when it is and what it is. And I will be your accountability buddy. And I'll remind you come Friday or whenever you put it, I'll be like, Hey, did you get it done? What, hmm. do you want me to review it? Do you want some feedback? So I'll be your accountability person. You know, if you want to use a friend or you want to use your your spouse or you want to use someone else, feel free to. Accountability mm-hmm. is great, but do one thing. Put a proactive yep. time block down that you're going to get done, whatever you want to achieve that is going to grow your business. This isn't like editing photos. This is something <laughs> like, hey, I'm going to make some. I'm going to check Zillow for new listings. And I'm going to see who didn't use professional photos, and I'm going to call five agents. Yep. Whatever it may be. Or, hey, I know I need to create a procedure document for how we're invoicing right now because I know I need to hire someone and to hire someone, I need to get out of my brain what I'm going to teach them and what they're going to train on. So just do yeah. that one thing. Email me. I will hold you accountable. Uh, and I'll ask you if you got it done. And I think you'll really appreciate the idea and you'll feel good that it was done, that you accomplished something. It's a snow, it's a small snowball that you're going to keep rolling. That's going to grow huge. And it's going to be just a fabulous way for you to get things done. Yep. You get a good dopamine kick when, uh, when you can check that, that thing off. hundred percent, Craig, you're hundred yeah. percent correct. Yeah. Awesome. Todd, thanks for the insight on that. And, uh, yeah, just, just it, it, it's good for you. It'll be good for your business. It'll be good for your mental health to start to organize this and then feel feel that success as you start hitting goals and, and getting tasks done and and bringing bringing a team around you to to help you get those things done and just having that good culture. That's something I appreciate about Wow Video Tours is just the great culture and the teamwork to get those tasks done and get those projects done and serve our clients well. So, mm-hmm. Todd, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure.
All right. Well, that's going to wrap things up for, uh, for this week. Um, you know, thank you for joining us. We, we don't take your time for granted. So thank you for watching or listening. Um, be sure to, to share the podcast with somebody else. If you think this could bring some, some uh, benefit and some value to somebody else, you know, in the industry, by all means, please share the, the podcast. Uh, be sure to subscribe and that will give you uh, notifications when a, a new episode launches. Uh, so that's just more for your, your benefit. Um, and, and, and like the more we can get likes, um, the more it's going to hit other, other people and benefit others. And we just, we want to build a good community of helping each other. You can contact us as, as Todd shared at, uh, hello at Spiro.media. Feel free to share your, your thoughts, your, your comments, your insights, and your experience. Um, we would love to share those, those things on the podcast as well. And if you have questions about the Spiro software, we would love to talk with you about uh, just the benefits of using Spiro to help you manage and grow your real estate media marketing business. Um, you can stop by the website at Spiro.media or again, just, just email us. So don't forget, you can catch the podcast, uh, both a video version on YouTube and on any uh, any audio podcasting platforms that are out there. Um, whether you're listening as you're driving to that next appointment or watching back in the office, uh, multiple ways to do that. And uh, again, just want to thank you for taking time to, to watch and listen and uh, hopefully finding some value in this. It's uh, it's a busy season. Things are heating up, hopefully, for you. Uh, but take time to breathe and just count your blessings. Take a breath. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us for the Spiro Podcast, Managing Your Real Estate Photography and Videography Business. This is a production of Spiro and WOW Video Tours. You can find out more about Spiro's real estate media business management software at our website, spiro.media.